Hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode. We're doing the audio, we're doing the video, and we're doing it all. It is a new episode in our Puedo Aprender podcast. This is our fourth season, and this is a regular episode. So today, we're going to talk about a new book. Today, we're going to talk about a book that I read a while ago that has been really instrumental for me in my path as a teacher. To be able to teach my students that learning sometimes is uncomfortable and the source of that discomfort is not necessarily a trauma and it's not necessarily because the student is unintelligent or dumb but there is a scientific explanation of why discomfort occurs when we are learning and this was one of the books that uh, really have helped me help students lose their fear of speaking in English. So let's get going. The book is called The Quantum Brain, The Search for Freedom and the Next Generation of Man. And it is written by Jeffrey Satinover. Uh, the, in English, the word author is pronounced like all even though it's written like a AU, author. This is really important for me because it's a very common spelling combination, the A and the U. And normally, when you hear it, you're going to pronounce it as O instead of AU. So I digress. <laughs> Let's go back to The Quantum Brain. The Quantum Brain is really a fascinating book that explores the connection between quantum mechanics and the workings of the human brain. The book delves deeply into the idea that the brain operates according to the principles of quantum mechanics. If this is Chinese for you, worry not, it's Chinese for me too. But basically, physics has two sets of principles, the ones that we know and love and have studied forever, like the macro physics uh, principles, like the principle of gravity. If you drop your pen, it will fall into onto the floor that's the regular thing but then there's this whole other universe that is called the quantum mechanics uh, aspect of physics which really in in this aspect all the laws that we know in our universe change in this subatomic space so it's quite interesting because a lot of these principles that are almost magical uh, do take place in our very own mental machinery that we call brain. <laughs> so Satinover, the author, suggests that the brain may be the key to unlocking some of the mysteries of the very universe, including what is the nature of consciousness, what is the deal with our free will, and the relationship between mind and matter which, you know, for some people seem to be disconnected. He argues that the human brain is not just a machine that processes information, but a complex system that operates according to quantum principles. And it allows us to experience the world in a way that is unique to our human species. 
Um, now, one of the aspects that I really like about this book is that explains the concept of magnetism. And this sounds like really complex, but it's really not. If you have a magnet, what we say in Spanish, iman, that magnet will have two polarities, the positive aspect and the negative. And if you have another magnet and you put them together, well, they teach us in school this very basic principle that the positive uh, sides repel each other, uh, the, the equal sides repel each other, and then the opposite charges attract. That's normal. Everybody can follow that. But uh, he illustrates in the book this process of adding magnets to the list. Because if you add the first one, it's really easy because the, the second magnet will organize itself and attach to the original magnet very easily because of this attraction, you know, positive, negative, and so on. If you put magnets next to it, they will organize themselves quite easily. But the problem is when you put a new magnet below the original line of magnets, uh, the brain is going to struggle, any magnet is going to struggle to organize because maybe it repels one magnet but it attracts with another. So it has to reorganize the entire line of magnets. Now I know that this, maybe I have lost you, don't worry, I'll come back to you, I'll come and save you, <laughs> I'll come and rescue you. What this really means in our brain is that every magnet represents like a new neural neuro path that we're building, a new concept that we're learning, a new idea that we're adding onto our brain. So these ideas are physical structures in our brain and they have polarities. And so the more that you add these new structures to the brain, the more the brain, maybe at first it's really easy, but then the brain has to reorganize a little bit magnetically, physically, physiologically, to be able to fit in the new pieces of information, the new ideas, the new concepts that we're adding, the new skills that we're adding. And so that's why many people feel frustrated because in this moment that the brain is reorganizing and shifting and moving around magnetically and physically, well, that generates a sensation of discomfort. And it's like the feeling when you are really trying to say a word and you have it at the tip of your tongue, but you can't really put your finger on it. You can't really get the word out. You're drawing a blank and you can't remember the word um, and so what is happening in your brain is that all of these things are reorganizing to bring you that word, to bring that word to your mind and to your mouth. And so uh, it is an uncomfortable process. So what I tell my students is what to do with that discomfort. When you know that this part of learning is normal, that the only way that frustration can occur is if you are actually physically modifying your brain, then frustration is really a big clue, a point of evidence, a very palpable, because you can feel the frustration very clearly, that you are rebuilding your brain. You are constructing new areas in your brain, meaning you are learning. So frustration 
is the evidence of learning. And if you learn that that feeling is not a negative one, but the evidence of something great, of something good for you, then you're going to develop a much different relationship with your learning because every time you get frustrated, you're going to be like, oh, I'm actually modifying my brain instead of, oh, I'm an idiot, which is not a great relationship to have with acquiring new skills. So this book is filled with insights. It talks about how the brain operates according to principles like entanglement, um, and the, which is a fundamental concept in quantum mechanics, which refers to a phenomenon in which two particles can be connected or intertwined in such a way that their behavior is correlated, even when they're not physically together, even separated by large distances. So in this book, Stan of Satinover, I'm having a hard time with his last name, suggests that this same phenomenon may be at work uh, in our brain, allowing different parts of the brain to communicate and coordinate their activities in ways that are not yet fully understood. So this is a great read. It's quite scientific. It has lots of pictures and charts, but it is a bit challenging. I wholly recommend it to you if you really are interested in the way that the brain operates because it shows us a lot of um, the power, the computing power of our brain and how scientists have been understanding our brain to try to apply some of those concepts that our great machine uses to technology. So it's a great read, it's very informative, and you know me, I like my science. So <laughs> I recommend it and I thought it would be a good change from the other types of books that we have talked about so far. Um, well, I, I like the video in this case because when I'm talking about the magnets, I'm, I'm using my hands to move around and so like if, if you get a chance to watch the video, go ahead uh, and hop on to our YouTube channel or uh, if you feel like it, um, hop on your Spotify and turn on the video, which you can for this podcast. So <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed today's uh, episode. I know that I make mistakes sometimes and I leave them on purpose. I make pronunciation mistakes. I make rhythm mistakes. I make grammar mistakes sometimes because, you know, I'm not a native speaker, even though my accent is pretty good, not gonna lie. <laughs> but it's important that you see that even somebody performing at the highest level, I have a master's degree, I studied, I lived, I worked in the US, uh, there's nothing wrong with my English, but I still make mistakes. And if somebody that is very advanced and very experienced and has taught English for 10 years makes mistakes, it's okay for you to make mistakes here and there. What is most important is that you get the confidence to speak and you blah, 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 no matter what, just loosen up. And remember, frustration is a very, very, very important part of your learning process. And it means that you are fundamentally changing the structure of your brain, which is amazing. So <laughs> I hope you like this space. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so, go ahead and follow us on this podcast. Follow us on YouTube, on Instagram. And uh, if you're interested in practicing your English 
in a safe environment and growing your conversation skills. I have two workshops going on in the month of uh, April and May. Um, and one is for advanced students, uh, intermediate and advanced students for, you know, just building more naturality in their conversation. Uh, learning phrasal verbs, learning collocations, learning expressions, learning uh, vocabulary that they can use to sound more natural in situations of, in the real life, like small talk situations, work situations, presentations, and so on. So if you're into that, go ahead and click on the link uh, in the description of this video that pertains to uh, natural speaking. And if you are into music and you are a beginner or an intermediate speaker, we have a workshop that uses music to teach English and it's four Saturdays and it's really, 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 really fun. And I promise that you are going to feel much more confident and you're going to have an amazing time. So those were my announcements and thank you for listening. Um, please comment and share this video that really helps us grow and help other people learn English in a different way. So I will catch you next time. Thanks for stopping by and I hope you have an excellent, excellent day, whichever day this is for you. Bye.